Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Michelle. Hello. So good to have you with us once again. We're recording this on Sunday, August 26, 2018, just in case you're catching up with us uh, later on in the future episodes, whenever you are listening to this. Uh, you found us today. You can find us in the future on SoundCloud and Stitcher. You, sub- you can subscribe to us and you'll know right when our podcast is out if you go to iTunes or Google Play Music. And please, if you get a chance, give us a quick review. Uh, tell your friends about us. You know, really like to grow this Hyperion adventure family as much as possible. Let others know that uh, we are out there and that we'd love to have this family grow. Right. We really appreciate everybody's feedback so far, and we love hearing from you, and we certainly appreciate the ideas and the feedback that that you all share with us. So thank you. Absolutely. You're all our Hyperion adventurers. Many of you right now are our OG Hyperion adventurers. And speaking of that, we're coming up on the deadline. Please, please, please get us your information. Just even just give us a shout and say, hey, I want to be an OG Hyperion adventurer. Let me know. They're cutting off the date on Friday, August 31st. That's it. Why is that? We have some special news coming up here in just a second. So please, please, please contact us wherever you are around the world or across the country. We want to know who you are. We're going to be sending you a little something. We need to know who you are. We we may need to order something. So it may take a couple weeks to actually get it to you. But please let us know who you are so we can get this out there and we can know who are the people that started us off when we went from nothing to where we are now and where we're going to be hopefully in the future. So please contact us. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Email us. Please email us, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the web. You can leave us a comment there, Hyperion Adventures Podcast.com. Now, here is why we need you to get a hold of us before or by the 31st is because there's something coming up that we think is going to advance our audience, but we want to make sure we know these people that were with us from the beginning so we can, you know, have you people that are really special to us. All our listeners are special, but those people that started us up from nothing are really super special to us. Right. And, you know, like Tom said, we really want to recognize you and show you our love for the fact that you really did help us grow this podcast. And we really, really are uh, very grateful for for your support. So here's the great news that we teased last week and now uh, is coming up as of in September. So this is why we're cutting off the date on the 31st. In September, we are going to be teaming up with a local San Diego radio station. They're going to be promoting us. We're going to be promoting them a little bit. Uh, The station is 105.7 Max FM, San Diego's throwback station. Uh, They like what we do. And uh, they're great. They play a lot of great 80s music. They, they like the kind of the same kind of vibe we have. So we've decided to kind of team up. We're going to be on their website, on their app, in their social media. And we really think that that's going to help push us out to some a bunch of new listeners uh, that we didn't have before and really grow this Hyperion Adventurer family into a larger one. Right. And we're so excited that this, this relationship is going to be starting up. And we know that um, this is really going to propel us more and provide us more opportunity to bring you some even more special guests to yeah, our podcast. Absolutely. That's, and that's what we look for. We're looking to grow this thing, have it be even bigger than it is now. So, yes, it's going to be a great team with Max 105.7 FM in San Diego's throwback station. So exciting. And we have another couple things that might possibly be in the works yet. Nothing finalized yet, but another couple things that may also help us grow a little bit. So that's awesome, and we're excited about it. Right. Yes, yes. So on to our main topic of the day. As you may or may not know, 
We have a son with a disability. Our son is uh, Scott has is Down syndrome, uh, so we have to deal with Disney uh, on a, with a disability. Right. So we understand what it's like. Well, another person that we saw an article from that we really enjoyed. Well, he went to Disney with a, a visual disability, right. and we were thinking about it and. Seems like, uh, you know, you hear about autistic children, people in wheelchairs, people with Down syndrome, uh, even the hearing impaired. You see right. some of the signers at some of the shows, but we don't really see what much people do with uh, visual disabilities. So this article was really great. It called out to us and we wanted to talk to him. Right. And it, you know, really inspired us not only about this one individual and what they um, have achieved in their life, but also really recognizing the support that Disney and their wonderful cast members are in providing the most ultimate fun experience, no matter what the situation is. Absolutely. So let's not hesitate any longer. Here he is. Gray Hauser from the Monorail News wrote this great article. You can find him on Twitter at Gray Hauser or at Monorail News on Twitter. And please give him a follow. Check it out. Uh, We'll retweet this article. It's a really great article. And uh, without further ado, Gray, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. And I have to say, uh, I... I had to bring out the tissues in reading your story. It was amazing. And I was so very grateful that you took the time to really share that with us. Thank you. I, uh, I'm sorry. If it, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm grateful it touched you. I'm sorry if it... Um, no, it was in a very positive yeah. way. Cheerful tears, happy yes, tears. You yes, know? it was like... <laughs> great, Disney great. Well, treats people so well at times. It's such. So, uh, Gray, if you give us a little backstory on yourself, uh, I, I, you are legally blind. Is that correct? Right. So I was actually um, a micro preemie when I was born. I said, you know, I really didn't have a chance to, or I wouldn't have a chance to see or or walk or do any of the the things that people can regularly do. But um, uh, God was very good to me, and I can, you know, walk and talk and you know, function. You know in a, a normal um, a normal manner, and they didn't think that would be possible. The only thing that really was a lingering effect of being born with a micropremium and going through that is the visual impairment. I'm, I'm legally blind, but as I think you can tell from the article, I can um, see, but just not very well. Yeah, so about how much can you see? Uh, is it really tough to take in the parks? Uh, how do you go about it, going to the parks? Right, so you know, Disney's, of course, very great about offering um, accommodations. They have you know, the DAS, and, for example, if I'm going to see a show, like I went to go see the, uh, the Finding Nemo musical at the Animal Kingdom. Yes, and, great show. Um, they're great about putting you um, literally like as close as they can get you to the stage, and that's very helpful because, like, in a day-to-day life, if I'm sitting in a class and if I'm, you know, back in any distance, I can't see the chalkboard, you know, see what someone's writing on a whiteboard, even if I'm in the front row, Mm. just to give you an idea. I can't see road signs and things like that. Right. So when you first go into the parks, and just in case we have other listeners that have, you know, that they either have the same uh, situation or would like to inquire for a family member. What, what's the first step when you actually go into the park to start getting, you know, some assistance or let, letting them know that, you know, you could really, you know, benefit from some other uh, things that they could provide for you? 
Right. So I, well, typically I would see the Magic Kingdom first. That's my first park I like to visit. But any guest relations location at the front of any park can help you with this. You just go to Town Hall or the guest relations office and inquire with a cast member, explain to them what your disability is, and they will set you up with the the DAS, um, the Disability Assistant System, right? I believe that's correct. And that, it used to be a red card. You could just show that red card to any cast member. Right. Um, But now it's hooked into the magic band. So once you have that, if you have some form of anxiety or Down syndrome or something like that, something that makes it difficult for you to wait in a queue, you can inquire at the front of the attraction and they will give you a return time. You know, much like the old fast pass system. Right. That that's is, exactly what we use with our son. Yes, that that's just, I, I think a great service. Sure. Um but in regards to vision, if you need to be placed, you know, closer at a show, you just inform the attendant at the entrance to the attraction and they'll get an usher to escort you to like a visual impairment or hearing impairment section of the theater. Nice. So, uh, obviously, that's a, a great help to you, being able to be put closer to these shows where you can possibly take them in a little bit better. But there are some other services they provide to you as well. I mean, I know you mentioned something in the article about you being led around the Haunted Mansion with a, a flashlight to help you see. Uh, are there other things that they do as well? Yes, I wasn't even aware that they actually would offer that. But if you speak with the um, attendant out front, they brought out their manager, Grant, and he was able to let me go through with a flashlight and to make sure the experience isn't really for other guests. They hold cars in front of you and behind you. So being able to flashlight, you know, won't affect other guests' enjoyment of the attraction and the, the set and the atmosphere that's created. Yeah, that's really great. I'm really happy to see that these Disney cast members step forward and really help you out. Now, from what you said in the article, you had even some more important help from the Disney cast members. You had a little bit of a slight emergency happen while you were out visiting the, the parks. Yes. I, I just had blurred vision. Um, I don't call it like enhanced blurred vision, but my vision was just blurry. And I actually had a vitreous hemorrhage. So oh blood fills the, the inside of the eye, and the blood actually blocked my vision in my left eye. So I was just, it was like as if you were completely blind wow. in one eye. That's scary. And that happened to me while I was eating um, at Tiffin. Oh, my oh, goodness. No. Great food. Yeah. <laughs> Horrifying experience. Yeah, I can imagine. That doesn't, <laughs> um, that's not supposed to come along with the meal. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to go back again and experience it without the horrifying right. <laughs> visual loss. But uh, when I got back to the, the hotel the next morning, I had to rebook our, because we had the um, the Rivers of Light package, and we had to, you know, leave the park For before sure. we were able to utilize that oh, um, because right. of, you know, the issue. And they were very helpful in getting us rebooked for a night later in our trip. And they offered, I was speaking with my eye doctor at home about, you know, next steps. They were, they offered to, you know, take me to a specialist to get me the help that I needed. And I thought that was very, went above and beyond. Right. Yeah, that's really great to hear. We, we love it when you hear stories of cast members really taking initiative and really helping out uh, people visit, uh, especially in times where, you know, I mean, it's your vacation, but it, things happen. Everybody runs into some issues there and there, and it's good to know that they will take steps forward to really help people out. And that uh, It sounds like you still had a, a good vacation despite that. Yes, yes. 
And so have you been enjoying the other parks as well? Yes. I, so actually, because I'm not a quitter. I, um, <laughs> I was tell. determined to <laughs> finish my vacation. So I went around the parks with really impa- even you know, further impaired vision wow. for the rest of the week. Oh, my goodness. How early in your trip did this happen? Um, this happened, I want to say, on Tuesday, and we didn't leave until Saturday. Oh, wow. So that was, yeah, that was a good. Were you there for about a week? So that was. Like, yeah, for about a week. Good so. two thirds of your trip where you couldn't see out of one eye, correct? Yes. Wow. Well, it's great that you were still able to enjoy it despite that and that they were took these steps and they can help you out. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that even may see even less than have less uh, vision than you do and really struggle through it. But it sounds like they really help people out and can really uh, people can still enjoy their trip despite having this issue. Absolutely. I think that really is what sets them apart from um, other entertainment venues. Right. You know, you go to a baseball game. They're not going to do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you go to a Six Flags, they're not going to do anything for you. Right. You know, Universal will maybe do something for you, but you know, no one is you know up there in accommodating you as Disney is. That's, right. that's so great. That's so great. We really, really appreciate what they've uh, done for you, and it's good to hear for that. Do you have uh, any other tips you'd like to give any listeners that may be in the same situation as yours, or maybe a little different, whether it be a, a hearing impairment or autistic or whatever the case may be? Yes. I would just say that never be afraid to ask, because that's something that most people don't like to impose or don't like to speak up, because it's a little awkward talking about you know, something is wrong with you. You might feel like, like you are being selfish or are asking for something. You, know, you don't want to come off as thinking you deserve something, you know, and right. they're going to help you, you know, however they can. And it never hurts to ask. That's so great. Well, that, we really appreciate that. That is true. I think that's the most important thing, communication, really getting out there and telling people what, what, what you need, how they can, and having them help you. Uh, that's the most important thing. If you just go in there and try and do these things on your own when there's people there to help you, that, that's really important. Right. And, and again, we're really impressed with, you know, your strength and your fortitude to, you know, take on the challenges and, you know, we're hoping now this information can help other people as well. And, and by the way, it sounded like out of you coming out of your article that you loved Disney almost even more after this trip where you had such difficulties <laughs> yes. than you did even before going in. Yes, absolutely. And I know you're excited to get back. Do you have a trip? Do you have any trips planned in the future? Yes, I'm going to be going back in December or January. Oh, are you, oh, going, nice. are you going to be going back um, for around the holiday season or a little bit after that? Maybe a little bit after that, but I'm really hoping to get down during the Christmas season. Yeah, right. that'd, be, that'd nice. be really great. That'd be really great. So, well, uh, Gray, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Your story's fantastic. We're going to share it out there on social media so everybody else gets a chance to read it as well. Uh, if you want to find Gray on Twitter, he is at Grayhauser. Uh, he works for, at Monorail News. You can find them also on Twitter. Give him a follow. Check him out. Cool stuff out there. And, Gray, thanks again. Thanks for giving us your time on this Sunday and really uh, sharing your story with us. Hopefully it helps some other people out there. No, thank you for your time. Really appreciate Gray Hauser joining us. Again, you can find him on Twitter at Gray Hauser or at Monorail News. 
Uh, really was a great article, and uh, he really had some interesting information there. Yeah, very inspiring. It's really it's very inspiring to see that you know he hasn't let this uh, visual impairment uh, hold him back from anything. And it's also great to hear how the Disney cast members really stepped up and have, seemed to help uh, people who have troubles like him. Right. Right. Exactly. And and it's so- like, it just proves that anybody can have a great time at Disney. That's what Disney is all about. We want They want everybody to have a wonderful vacation. Right. And we want to echo what he mentioned in terms of going to uh, asking, you know, guest services or going to City Hall, you know, and having a chat with the cast members there. And what they do is they really customize, you know, what the needs for the experience will be and so um, they're really warm and welcoming and they listen to what your issues are and they 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 hook you up right absolutely they do it's really great to hear and like i said it was great to hear that they stepped up especially when he seemed to have an emergency when his you know that he lost sight in one of his eyes he was already legally blind but then he lost complete sight vision in one of his eyes uh, that's crazy. But yeah. anyway, uh, if you have questions for Gray, like I said before, you can find him on Twitter at Gray Hauser. Uh, he may be able to help you out. If you have some questions, uh, if it was somebody with a visual impairment, uh, and taking them to the parks, you can also always email us, of course, uh, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com, and we can help you out as much as possible or try and point you in the right direction. Right. So uh, that isn't our only topic of the week. We sold it before a couple of weeks ago. We had an interview on. We've talked about it for weeks. This morning, we just got back. If we sound a little out of sorts, a little <laughs> worn out, because it was an early morning out of the chalk walk, out of the Disneyland resort out at the park uh and michelle you were out there and uh it was a great time wasn't it it was it was it was fantastic and i just you know was so impressed with how many people were there it was insane amount of people so that was great seeing so many families so many corporate sponsors you know really rising to this wonderful um event and uh disney was truly an awesome host as well for this event you know um in addition to the many cast members, I mean, the many characters that they had there, the cast members were really warm and cheering everyone on and, you know, helping taking pictures for groups and individuals. So we've been on some run Disney events. We've seen what they do in the Absolutely. parks and they did not hold back on this event as well. So it was really, really a lot of fun. Obviously, um, saw a lot of many uh, Pixar characters yeah, there during yeah, Pixar still Fest. Still Pixar Fest for right. another week. So like Sully and Mike. Woody and Buzz, um, and then some of my favorites, like uh, Princess Ada. I also got to have a picture with the green men, and considering I was sporting <laughs> green, we were the green team. The so. green team, yes. So, by the way, I tweeted out some pictures. If you want to go check them out, you can find us on our Twitter or on our Instagram and on our Facebook. I tweeted out some pictures of Michelle looking darling out there with... <laughs> So many characters. She got some well. great shots. She was she was awesome. It was so, awesome pictures. Thank you. And you know, similarly in Disneyland Park, they had you know a lot of the classics there. You know, of characters like Pinocchio with Geppetto and Alice in Wonderland with the Mad Hatter. They were on the teacups, right? They were. Yeah, they, were they were place darling. They were darling. They were chatting <laughs> as I was Tinkerbell there, I guess. But um, yeah, they were they were great. You know, and it was always touching. Like um, one of the things that uh, I saw was on the carousels that they had the princesses riding the carousels and um, playing uh, When You Wish Upon a Star. Oh. 
Very, very Bring, touching. Always brings a tear. That's right. That's right. So can't say enough about the experience. And I want to congratulate all the participants who were on that 5K walk today. And, you know, really want to urge people, if you didn't get to do it this year, to really, you know, consider it for next year's event. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, you, they're still fundraising. Even though the walk was done today, uh, they still have a month more to raise their funds. So if you still want to sponsor somebody like Michelle, but anybody out there, you still can uh, donate to the Children's Hospital of Orange County. Uh, you can go to chalkwalk.org and it'll point you in the right direction on how you can donate. But yes, uh, great time. Uh, really fun, and yeah, try and think about doing it next year because it really is a great event. So many great groups together, families, they all get dressed up together, their T-shirts, all as a team. Right. We're probably going to do a Hyperion Adventurer team next year, uh, get a group of ourselves together. So if you want to be part of that, please let us know. Uh, but it's really fun, really great event. It's it, you know, if, you, if you're a little afraid of the Run Disney events, maybe you're just not a runner, whatever, this is just a nice little casual walk through the parks in the morning. Morning. Uh, really great. There's some great uh, ticket discounts, hotel discounts right. that come along with it. As we talked about, if you want to go back to our podcast from a few weeks ago where we talked about it all, uh, so many great events around it. Really is fun, and we can't recommend it enough. Right. You know, again, being uh, for a really worthy cause, Chalk Walk um, was spectacular and is always something that, you know, is important to us. And we'll be looking forward to doing it again That's next right. year. Next year, all for a great cause. Uh, yes. Children's Hospital of Orange County, great, great cause. So. That's it for our main topics of the week. On to our other Disney stories of the week. As you know, every week we like to go through the Disney stories that pop up in the news. There are so many Disney stories. We'll get to a few of them here. Uh, we're going to start with Disney has announced how they'll be celebrating Mickey Mouse's 90th birthday at the parks coming up here. Uh, this is all according to one of our favorite so sources for news out there for uh, Disney News. Uh, WDW News Today, you can find them on the web at WDWNT.com. Uh, we use them source a lot. They always have some great resources out there for what's coming up and kind of puts it all together for you so it's an easy read. But you can always come with us too because you know we'll also put it out there, whatever they put out. But we, <laughs> but we feel is important enough anyway. Uh, so here's how the parks will be celebrating Mickey Mouse's 90th birthday coming up. Uh, Shanghai Disney is going to be the first park to start really celebrating Mickey's birthday. Uh, they are going to have a brand new Mickey themed float at the opening ceremony of the Shanghai Tourism Festival on September 15th, so just coming up a couple weeks from now, uh, to commemorate the Shanghai launch of the world's biggest mouse party. Nice. Uh, a giant birthday card will be installed next to Storyteller's statue featuring birthday wishes from Mickey's Pals. And then from November 16th through the 18th, guests will enjoy themed food and merchandise offerings, as well as the opportunity to sing Happy Birthday to Mickey just before the nighttime spectacular show each evening, all culminating with a special nighttime birthday spectacular at Enchanted Storybook Castle on Mickey's birthday, which is November 18th. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, it sounds like fun. It really we head, does. We head out to Shanghai? Uh, let's check into it. Yeah, that's where the flights are. Uh, Walt Disney World Resort, a little closer to home, uh, a little closer, especially for many of you out there in the country. Not as close for us, but close for many of you. Uh, Walt Disney World Resort will celebrate Mickey's birthday from November 16th to the 18th with special merchandise and food and beverage items, as well as the chance for guests to celebrate at Magic Kingdom Park during the Move It, Shake It, Dance, and Play It street party, sing Happy Birthday along with the Dapper Dans on Main Street. Wow. That'd be fun. That will uh, And join in a special birthday dance party at Rocket Tower Plaza stage in Tomorrowland. 
Then in 2019, while Disney World continues celebrating when the world's biggest mouse party comes to the resort. Nice. If you don't need them, obviously the birthday is the big celebration. It's November 16th to the 18th, but they're going to continue the fun on uh, throughout the following year. Disneyland Resort. Now we're talking closer to us, where we were just... Moments, moments ago, ago. <laughs> uh, they'll host a celebration cavalcade for Mickey Mouse on his birthday November 18th featuring some of his special friends and the Disneyland band starting at It's a Small World and pausing for a special moment at Sleeping Beauty Castle before continuing down Main Street USA to Town Square the party continues again just like Walt Disney World Resort uh, when the world's biggest mouse party begins at Disneyland Resort in 2019 so it's good to hear they're doing that yes, out here as that's well that's right uh, Hong Kong Disneyland will begin its world's biggest mouse party activities on Mickey's birthday, November 18th, uh, with commemorative park tickets, special food and beverage merchandise, uh, a hotel room overlay, which is pretty cool. Uh, we love Mickey projection show uh, through that will run through February 2019, and Hong Kong Disneyland guests will receive special birthday stickers available only on Mickey's birthday, November 18th. Wow. Yes. Very cool. Uh, Tokyo Disney, surprisingly, didn't give many details. They just said, uh, join the celebration this fall with special decorations and merchandise. So whatever that is. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe they're holding off a big surprise. A little secret, little yes. secret there, Disneyland Tokyo. Disneyland Paris will celebrate the world's biggest mouse party this fall and into winter with a n- uh, new holiday season entertainment and special surprises. Again, they're being a little mysterious over oh, there at yeah. Disneyland Paris. Even Disney Cruise Line is getting into the fun. Uh, they're going to celebrate when they have the world's biggest mouse party on some of their sailings in 2019. Wow. So that's so. kind of fun as well. So lots of cool stuff going around in the parks and on the seas for Mickey's 90th right. birthday. And if you can't make any of those, have your own party. Yes. We'll have a party here. We'll celebrate uh, around November. Absolutely. And we'll do a special celebration podcast episode for Mickey's 90th birthday nice. party. Uh, another Mickey's 90th birthday party. Uh, interesting thing that's happening is there's going to be a pop-up art exhibit in New York City for Mickey's 90th birthday. Doesn't that look cool? It does. It looks really cool. I <laughs> yeah, want to go. I know. Uh, it's called Mickey, the True Original Exhibition, and it's opening on November 8th in New York City. It's a 16,000-square-foot interactive experience, which will feature a wide array of artwork from a collection of famous and up-and-coming artists, all inspired by Mickey being a true original. And it's one of the world's most, if not, one of the world's most, if not most, recognizable faces. I'm sorry, I'm reading straight from the article, and I was just like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but okay. Uh, the exhibit will touch on his humble beginnings on a boat from Steamboat Willie to his Technicolor shorts to his impact on today. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's, let me see. So it's, it's going to be at uh, 60 10th Avenue in New York City. Uh, starts again on November 8th, 2018. It'll run until February 10th. So you have a few months uh, to go check this thing out. Uh, tickets are available for $38 per person. So not bad. Not, not bad. Yeah. Like I said, it really looks it lo- really looks fun. Yeah. So. yeah. so really cool. Another cool way uh, to celebrate Mickey's 90th birthday, the leader of the club that's made for you and me. <laughs> Come on, finish it out. M-I-C-K-E-Y. M O U S E. That's beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> no, it brings a no. tear. Yes, it, it tear. does. It brings a tear for the wrong reason. No, no, that was great. That was great. <laughs> I couldn't sing, so I, I have to have her do it because she oh, sings man. way better than I do. Uh, that won't stop me from singing, but I still sing terribly. <laughs> Uh, okay, on to some other uh, Disney Park stories. Uh, of course, we know the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival kicks off 
this week at uh, Walt Disney World Resort, and there are some cool bonuses for annual pass holders. So if you have a Walt Disney World Resort annual pass, there are some cool things that you get on top of going to this wonderful event. Again, the uh, the Wine and Food Fest, Food and Wine Festival runs uh, from Thursday, August 30th to November 12th. Of course, it's great food, cooking lessons, uh, all sorts of exhibitions, wine tasting, food tasting, so much stuff goes on. It's just it really it great. Hits, it, there's a, there's something there for everybody. Yeah, it really yes. is. I mean, anything from, you know, just some small cooking uh, demonstrations to celebrity chefs to giant amazing dining experiences to, to little simple uh, small plates. It's really It really covers all the bases. It's really cool. If you haven't been, you should uh, try and plan out making it. I think we're going to try and possibly go next year, yes. even though we can't make it this year. Uh, they also, but they also do a food and wine festival in California. Not quite as good, but at Disney California, or, uh, right. Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, they also do a food and wine festival. That's usually in around, I believe it's February, March right, kind of like time that, yes. like that. So. A little bit smaller, but still cool as well. And I recommend you checking that one out, too. Anyway, uh, annual pass holder perks that they're going to get this year. Of course, there's the AP magnet that we've gotten in the past. Right. That's always cool. This year, it's Mickey with a chef hat. Nice. So it's the classic Mickey logo you see on a lot of things, including the annual pass holders. Michelle's right. wearing an annual pass holder shirt as we speak. But he's got a chef hat. It looks cool. Yeah. Um, if you visit the Food and Wine Festival four times as an annual pass holder, on your fourth visit... You get a cutting board with the same logo. Wow. It looks like a wood or bamboo cutting board. It looks pretty cool. On select Thursdays, there'll be early access for annual pass holders uh, to Epcot. Uh, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., it'll be the first crack at pass holder exclusive merchandise. And you can purchase mimosas, always plus. Nice. That early in the morning. Right. Uh, mimosas early on. Uh, those dates are the first day, which is this Thursday, August 30th, uh, September 20th. And October 18th, uh, just be known that although that's open, the attractions will not be open until 9 a.m. So you don't get any free access to any of the attractions. So. Right, but you're already there. You've gone through security. Yeah. You're mm. ready to go. Right. Plus, you got your, your shopping all done, so and you're your good. And you just go, and you got your mimosa, <laughs> so you can go right to the attractions. It's great. So um, other park news, Walt Disney World's Swan Resort has announced a $3 million renovation product, again, a project, excuse me. Uh, again, this is coming from uh, WDW News Today. Um, following the completion of the largest renovation in its history last fall, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort is undergoing its next redesign project, a $3 million transformation of the Swan's Resort's lobby and public spaces and coffee bar. So uh, it looks like they're going to jazz it up a little right. bit. They really put in a lot of money. They did $150 million for a three-year renovation that they just finished recently. But then now they're going to uh, do up the swan a little bit more in the lobby area to kind of get, keep it up to what they did with the rooms and everything else out Perfect. there. So that's pretty cool. Uh, big news for the Walt Disney Company is that they have offered to pay tuition uh, for up to 80,000 hourly workers right. in the company. Uh, that was impressive. Yeah, really cool news out there. If you work for the Walt Disney Company, uh, they're offering to pay full tuition for hourly workers who want to earn a college degree, finish a high school diploma, or learn a new skill. This could affect as many as 80,000 hourly workers in the United States who could be eligible for this program, which pays upfront tuition for employees taking online classes starting this fall. Uh, they plan to initially invest $50 million into what they call the Disney Aspire program, and then it'll be $25 million a year after that. So It's nice that they can take classes that aren't necessarily associated with what their current role is. Right. So it gives a lot more flexibility for, you know, 
a cast member to, to make a selection. Yeah, and it's, it's actually a, a nice step for Disney. I know that they've been, you know, there's been some news out there, for, no matter what side you fall on it, about some, uh, their hourly wages for their workers and such. But uh, this is a great step. One, they've up the hourly wage, but now they're also providing this extra bonus for people that work out there that right. want to, you know, take their life a step further, uh, you know, educationally wise. Yeah, it's great. We're so. very, very pleased to hear that's happening. Yes, yes, very cool, very cool. A couple movie notes real quickly out there. Frozen 2 has added an additional writer to help spruce up its screenplay. They're already recording a lot of the uh, the audio dialogue out there right now. Uh, the production is currently underway, but uh, Jennifer Lee, who wrote the script, you may have heard she's had to take on a little bit more work since she became the head of Walt Disney right. Animation Studios. <laughs> so they brought in... Allison Schrader, who you may know, she was Oscar nominated for writing Hidden Figures, which was the wow. story of the women that helped uh, NASA, NASA. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the space race. So she's coming on to kind of just help with the, fill in a few cracks and you know, some of the stuff that Jennifer, I mean, she's also directing the movie too. Not only is she heading up Walt Disney Animation Studios, writing this movie, uh, she's also directing the movie. So uh, just kind of a little somebody to kind of help out, you know, just fill in a few things as they move along. And uh, this movie, I believe, is scheduled to come out next year. Nice and perfect person to be adding on to that project. Absolutely. For sure. Big name, big name. Yeah. Uh, one more casting. We can't get away without some Star Wars news in this. Star Wars Episode Nine has added a familiar person that many may know, especially if you know J.J. Abrams' shows from the past. Dominic Moynihan is being added to the cast. You may remember him as Charlie from Lost, a J.J. Abrams show, or as Mary the Hobbit from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, he's being added, and it makes total sense because he knows J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams knows him. They've worked well together, and we've seen this already in the past casting announcement that uh, you know J.J. doesn't mind bringing in people he's worked with before, and they seem to enjoy working with him. Right, and they are great actors. It's not like a... Doing anything but the best there. Right, absolutely. So we don't know what role he's going to play yet, as we don't know for many of these new characters or new uh, actors that they've brought on, but it will be exciting to see how this progresses. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it for our news of the week. Uh, quickly, we need to get to our tips of the week. As you, If you haven't heard us before, we end every show that we do with our tips for the week, whether it be at the parks, whether it be on Disney Cruise Line, whether it be Run Disney, whether it be a Disney Vacation Club, whatever, anything to help you uh, with your vacation. We'd love to hear your tips. By the way, if you have a special favorite tip, please email us. Let us know what it is, Podcast at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to share that with our listeners if uh, if we like it and we give you full credit for it. We're not going to steal it from you. And by the way, I, I mentioned this earlier, if you send us our information, we're not using that for anything else. We're not going to go and, and sell it off to a company and they're going to start spreading you a bunch of junk mail, spam mail. You're going to get start a bunch of phone calls more than you already get already from me. I don't know if you've got this week, but the weekly IRS call that apparently we're in big trouble <laughs> <laughs> they come every week um I, I, maybe it's just me that gets no, that call no. um yeah. anyway we, let's get to our tips of the week we do this every week and every week we start ladies first with michelle's tip of the week well thank you 
So we know that many people have food sensitivities or allergies, and uh, something that we discovered on the Disney Parks app is that they give you a lot of great information, but it may not be as obvious at first. So if you pull up on the app, um, say you're looking at Disneyland or Disney World in one of the parks, and you're looking at a menu, if you scroll down to the very, very bottom of the selection, so you go past even where it lists the beverages, Past the kids' meals. Right, all that. Then they list um, some meal selections there. And again, it's not just like, oh, you can we can leave off a sauce or we can do something. It's actual other items, other menu items that are, are in consideration of different types of food allergies or food sensitivities, such as gluten, wheat, um, egg allergies, you know, um, fish or shellfish, I should say. So want to make sure you take the time, if you do have a food sensitivity, to explore on the app that the lower part, lower section, so that you don't miss out on some really great food that can take into consideration um, you know, what type of uh, food sensitivity or allergy you may have. Absolutely. It's really great because it does list it by allergy. So, you know, the dishes that are on the menu above, as you scroll down, it'll give you uh, what is fine to eat if you have a wheat allergy, if you have a soy allergy, if you have a tree nut allergy, whatever it may be. And, or and they, if you have one of those, they can either maybe... Uh, change out a part of the dish, or they say this dish is perfectly fine if you have that allergy right, disorder, right. just as is. Right. Some things they're they're swapping out a different thing that would, you know, like if it's a gluten free, they may swap out a different bread product or, or you know other types of things like that. So yeah, it's it's really wonderful. And again, you might not notice that if you're just looking at the food selection and going down, then you start seeing, like you said, the kids menu and the beverage, and think, okay, that's it. So uh, if you do have a food sensitivity or an allergy or anybody in your family, then make sure when you're looking at the menu item, you really take the time to scroll down to the bottom. Yeah. And if you don't have the app or for whatever reason it's not with you at the time, just ask. Just ask the people at the counter. If they don't know, they'll go ask somebody else. But as we've already discussed in this episode, this episode is really important about people with different abilities, uh, you know, that maybe have some struggles at the park for whatever reason. And allergies are definitely one of those things. Or food sensitivities. Uh, People, the cast members there are really willing to help. They really want to see everybody have a great vacation. So just ask if you, but you know, it's nice to see that it's right there in one place on the app for right. it really makes it convenient so that's really great and yeah. it's a great tip as Thank always you. from michelle she always has the best tips uh, well. now on to my you know second rate tip, here. <laughs> sure, sure. My tip. uh i'm going to talk about see we, we've discussed earlier like we need to talk more about disney cruise line so right. i'm going to give a little more about disney cruise line today so i'm going to talk about your first day when you're getting on board the ship, some things to do to make your first day on board a ship. If you've never been on before, maybe you've been on, but uh, you know you just didn't quite have that great first day. How it can make it a little bit more, a little smoother for you as you uh, as you board this ship, and how you can really enjoy it a little bit more. So, uh, the first thing I'm going to talk to you about is, and then this isn't. The, even the first day, this you start well in advance. And that is when your window opens, schedule your port arrival time for as early as possible. Now, if it's your very first cruise, you can schedule your arrival time 75 days in advance. If you've been on a cruise before, uh, but not up to, I think it's five cruises, I think now to get gold. I can't okay. remember. But Silver Castaway Club is 90 days. Gold is 105 days. Platinum and concierge guests get 120 days out. You can schedule your arrival time. Schedule your arrival time for the earliest possible time that you can because the earlier you get on board, 
the more you're going to start enjoying the fun sooner. I mean, really, you know, and the, plus the crowds are going to be less on the ship. So you can really take advantage of the pool, get to the buffet earlier without as many lines. You know, right. you can really get on board and really get into the meat of it and really enjoy it. So that's one way to get started well earlier. Another way to get started earlier is as you're checking in uh, online. Be sure and register for the Oceaneer Club and Lab during your online check-in. Uh, you can visit when you get on when you actually get to the port to the terminal. You can then visit the check-in desk for kids' activities after you've checked in for the cruise. Since you did all the work online, you can pass by all those people that are filling out paperwork there and right. get your kids uh, all ready to go. And that's handled before you even get on the ship. So that's done. They can zoom through that. Uh, you can also pre-book ahead of time your meet and greets with characters excursions tasting character breakfast etc if you take care of that all ahead of time when you get on the ship you're not rushing here sending one uh, one family member here one family member there and one family member over here <laughs> to try and handle all these things if you handle all those things ahead of time it makes your first day that much more smooth definitely and when you're especially when you're traveling with kids and mm-hmm. they're getting anxious and and the vibe is really enthusiastic there at the port and everybody's all excited and can't wait to get on board and so the more that you can have that uh work done ahead of time Mm -hmm. you know then like you said you're you're bypassing the line you're bypassing you know everybody standing around as you're filling out forms and everything so great tip yeah so even more so uh another thing it seems simple but it's also good download the disney cruise line navigator app ahead of time don't wait till you get to the port to download it one you get this great countdown clock so you can look at every day when you're (laughs) suffering at work it's like oh only 27 more days till my cruise. <laughs> Yay! So, you know, it really is a nice little boost in everybody. The kids will enjoy it too. How many days do we have left? How many days do we have left? Right. Really fun. Once you connect to the ship's Wi-Fi, all the info for your for your sailing will be right there on your phone or your uh, tablet, whatever right. you may have. Uh, and it helps you navigate while you're on. It really does help you navigate. No pun intended there. To, <laughs> and then you also want to make sure you download it ahead of time because you don't want to do it in the port and use up either data. Right. Or worse yet, connect to the ship's Y expensive yeah, Wi-Fi. Now it's right. free for the Navigator app, right? But if you get the internet package, it's not cheap, okay? And you'll use up that data really quickly, so you don't want to have to bother to do that uh, just to get this Navigator app. Take care of it ahead right. of time. Have yeah. it ready to go. Um, this is for people who are like me. If you're prone to seasickness, okay? I have seasickness. Yet I've cruised. I'm a platinum cruiser. I've cruised. I'm Platinum Cruisers on multiple cruise lines, okay? doesn't scare me away from cruising it, but there's one secret to it. One, if you start, if you do take a seasickness medicine, start taking it a couple days before you even get on the ship. It lets your system kind of adapt to it. It's kind of like, uh, say, a, uh, an allergy medicine or whatever. A lot of allergy medicines out there, you don't just take them right away and they start really acting on your allergy. You need to take them and they kind of need to be in your system for a couple days. Right. The same with uh, seasickness medicine. Uh, if you don't know, if you are concerned about uh, what medicines you can take, I'll, of course, see your doctor. Be sure and see your doctor before you take any medicine. Let them you know, so you can be sure uh, what you're doing is correct for your body and what your health is. But uh, again, it's, it's so helpful. So many people wait till they get on board, until they wait till they feel it. And then it's, sometimes when you feel it, it's too late. Right. Start taking your medicine if you think you might have problems with it ahead of time. It will help your trip immensely. Um Here's one more tip when you, as you're getting ready to board. Hey, wear your swimsuit either b- beneath your clothes or as your clothes when you're getting on board. <laughs> that way you don't need to you know, go run to the bathroom, change, because you won't be able to get into your cabin right away. But then you can get right into the pool fast yes. when you get on this. And you believe me, it's going to get crowded at the pool. You want to get in the pool as fast as 
as you can. And more importantly, you can get on the aqueduct <laughs> as early as you can. That's why part of the boarding early. And believe me, the lines for the aqueduct are going to be crazy many times during your cruise. If you can jump on that very first thing when you get on, you're ready to go, your swimsuit's on, you're on board early, and get on the aqueduct yep. two, three, four times right. before I believe me. Check, it's gonna, check, check. That's your first day is going to go great. Uh, finally, one last thing. When you first get on board the ship, as you walk on the ship, have your phone, have your camera ready, whatever, videotape your first steps onto the ship, especially if it's your very first cruise. It is a magical experience to step, step aboard a Disney Cruise Line ship. And it's giving me chills right now. I know. I'm like getting choked up. I'm like, I can't say anything now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. You walk on board. Should I give away the spoiler no. what it is? Okay, I won't spoil it what it is. But no. believe me, your first steps on board the ship is, it, it is truly magic. And you need to take advantage of that. Videotape it. Uh, and at part of your whatever you do for your you know to keep sake your uh, your vacation, but it really is wonderful experience and it's part of that stuff that Disney does, Disney Cruise Line in particular does, to make sure your vacation starts off like perfect. Hey, you're on vacation. It's perfect. That's right. Oh, and then go to the party because yeah, yeah and then again you're on vacation. So exactly enjoy it, enjoy it. So I won't give away that spoiler, but those of you who've been on, you know what I'm talking about. So right, right. So. That's it for this week. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Thanks also to Gray Hauser from Monorail News. Again, you can find him at Gray Hauser or at Monorail News on Twitter. Uh, really appreciate the input he gave us today and uh, talking about those yes. with a visual impairment. And it really is inspiring to hear his stories. So. Right. And we're really grateful that he took the time today, you know, to, to spend with us so that we can share that as well. And, um, you know, hopefully help other people out there who may have, you know, any kind of issues going on that when you go into Disney, you want to have just as much of a magical experience as everybody else around right. you. Right. And we'll be tweeting out his article if you want to read it for yourself uh, as well. Uh, so you can check that out. But you can also find it at his uh, Twitter handle or, or at Monorail News. So uh, next week, uh, interesting week coming up here. We know this very well. Uh, it's coming up on the Disney Parks Moms Panel application right. process. They're looking right. for new applicants. That's all starting off coming up here in a little over a week. And so we're going to talk about what the Disney Parks Mom Panel is, how they help people, and what the application process entails. See if maybe right. you might be someone who might want to give this a shot. I know some of you out there listening, I know you are giving it a shot, by the way, and we love all you guys. Yes. So, best uh, wishes. Yes, best wishes, and we'll be cheering you on, believe me. Big time cheering you on, and we yes. can't wait to see some of you make it through, and for those of you who just even give it a shot, you know, you know, Make it go true. Go go out there and give it your best because it's it's fun. It's a fun process for That's sure. Right. It's a fun process. So, um, by the way, next week we're going to be out of town over the weekend. We're going to a wedding. Uh, so our plan is to try and record the next podcast on Monday, on Labor Day. So if it's a day late, uh, you'll know why. If you don't get an uh, announcement that we have a new podcast on Sunday, it's because we're getting we're going to be out of town. We'll be coming back on Sunday, but we're going to record on Monday. So uh, speaking of that, that's how you can find us if you are on iTunes or on Google Play Music. If you subscribe to us, no matter when our podcasts come out, you'll get a little announcement on your phone or device saying, hey, 
they've got a new podcast. So, hey, let's go listen. Right. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher, of course. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Hyperion Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, on the web, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And please, please, please email us again, August 31st. You OG Hyperion Adventurers, I need to hear from you. Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. What we should say here from the rest of you, because we know there's some others out there that haven't reached out to us yet. Yes. So. We've heard from some of you. I want to hear from more. Of you. Please, please, please contact us. And if this is you're listening to this past the cutoff date, hey, we love you just the same. That's just because right. these people are called the OGs, you're our Hyperion adventurers as well. We love our whole Hyperion adventurer family. And we appreciate you every single day. I look on, I see you listen. I'm always amazed that when I get more, we get more listeners. Yes, it's, it's amazing. really fantastic. Wonderful, wonderful. It's fantastic. So thank you so much. And again, uh, we'll be teaming up with uh, 105.7 Max FM, San Diego's throwback station coming up here pretty soon. And that's exciting for us. So thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We really appreciate all of you. We're looking forward to talking with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.